Okay, here's what the Penguins did today before the NHL trade deadline passed just seconds ago. Nothing. Well, that we know of yet. Uh, Jim Rutherford, the general manager, was reportedly kicking the tires on a whole host of potential acquisitions, including uh, Connaughton, the defenseman from Arizona, Riley, the defenseman from Minnesota, Matt Cullen, of course, because you got to get Dad back, Jordy Ben, defenseman from Montreal. There was even a report that Rutherford was talking to the New York Rangers about Ryan McDonough. Although that may have been to just drive the price up elsewhere, namely Washington, like Rutherford did last year when the Capitals traded for Shattenkirk. Uh, but nothing has been reported regarding a deal by the Penguins today. Uh, Isabel Kachudian, who covers Washington, said the Caps are done trading. There was a rumor they were in on Eric Carlson uh, from Ottawa, who as of now has stayed put, but uh, he ain't going to Washington, we're told. The biggest deals today, I mean, not a real blockbuster. San Jose got Evander Kane from Buffalo. Winnipeg got Paul Statsny from St. Louis, which to me was the biggest deal and the oddest deal because St. Louis is right in the hunt for a playoff berth. And uh, they kind of ran up the white flag by getting rid of Paul Statsny. Uh, it's just been tweeted that Jim Rutherford will speak to the media at 4 p.m., We'll see what happens, what's revealed at that time. Columbus was active in the trade market. They got Mark Letestu, the former Penguin. Ian Cole, the former Penguin. He bounced to the Blue Jackets from Ottawa. And they also got Tomas Vonick, who uh, has played for everybody but the Penguins. I like the Penguins getting Broussard a lot better than Columbus. Uh, well, well, put it this way. Columbus shopped at Walmart. The Penguins went to Saks Fifth Avenue. This is the Mark Madden Show. The number to call is 412-333-WXDX. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Mark Madden X. The biggest Penguins news of the day right now is that Matt Murray, the goaltender, got hit in the head by a puck at practice and left early. Murray is being evaluated. Uh, given Murray's injury history, that's bad news. But better happens now than a month from now. Phil Kessel also skipped practice. But Mike Sullivan said that was a maintenance day. Phil got a bit beat up in the games over the weekend. Broussard is in Toronto dealing with immigration issues. There's still a question uh, as to whether he'll be available for tomorrow night's home game uh, at PPG Paints Arena. Uh, don't blame Matt Murray because a puck hit him in the head. I hate when fans blame players for injuries that the player had nothing to do with. Uh, pucks are supposed to hit Matt Murray. Oh, this moving up, uh, apparently 
Ottawa's going to hold on to Carlson, and that's not surprising. I always kind of figured they'd make a deal involving him in the offseason. But apparently the Vegas Golden Knights made a big run at Carlson. Instead of uh, giving away components to build for the future at the deadline, Vegas trying to make moves to take a run at a Stanley Cup in their first year, and I can't fault them for that. Uh, the fan base would be disappointed had they given away resources and assets, and uh, they might not have a chance this good for some time to come, but uh, they did not get Eric Carlson. If they're going to win the Stanley Cup as an expansion team, they will have to do it without him. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, I thought Rutherford did a great job at the deadline just getting Derek Broussard. The Penguins are the favorites again. To show how brilliant Jim is, he actually gained cap space in the Broussard deal. How the frig did Rutherford do that? The most hilarious thing in the aftermath of the trade deadline is the scapegoating of Matt Hunwick after just one bad game. Oh, with this being reported, the Penguins apparently got a center from Carolina, Josh Juris. Uh, more on this news as it trickles in. Uh, I would hardly call him elite. He's played 31 games for Carolina this year. Three goals, three assists, minus seven. Obviously just a depth guy. Gee, so sorry they appear to not have gotten Dad back. What are they going to do without Dad? We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. A anyway, the most hilarious thing in the aftermath of the trade deadline is the scapegoating of Matt Hunwick after just one bad game. You blamed Ole Mott of the last two years, in which the Penguins won two Stanley Cups. It was Chris Letang and Ryan Reeves earlier this year, but now you hate Matt Hunwick. The citizens don't think the Pens can win the Stanley Cup with Matt Hunwick playing a regular shift. And Saturday night didn't go so good in FLA when Hunwick was minus three in a 6-5 loss. And he looked really bad and out of position on a couple goals. But it was one bad game by Hunwick on a night when a lot of Pens had bad games, especially Tristan Jari in goal. If you don't like Conwick playing a regular shift, well, would you undo the Broussard deal to keep Ian Cole? Ian Cole, got him. He's gone. I don't need to pronounce his name right. Ian Cole, because I would not. Ian Cole is getting canonized in his absence like he's Doug Harvey and not a career number five defenseman. Hunwick will be okay. He looked a bit confused switching back to the left side. Uh, after having played the right side most of this season, Hunwick drifted right on a couple of those goals against. And Hunwick's no Doug Harvey either. But uh, if the Pens don't win a third straight Stanley Cup, it won't be because of Matt Hunwick. It just won't be. But you all need a scapegoat. You don't understand hockey and have no feel for it. So you need one guy to blame. So go ahead and blame Matt Hunwick. Getting back to Cole, who is now with Columbus, like I said, he's an average defenseman. I heard somebody on the B team this morning talk about Cole's unique skill set. 
Really? Ian Cole has a unique skill set because I could drive my Ford Edge through your average town of Saskatchewan or Minnesota and come back with three or four Ian Coles. If I'm exaggerating, it's not a lot. Rutherford made a great deal for Broussard, and it almost feels like some of you would rather have Ian Cole. Uh, this just in, Ryan McDonough is apparently going to Tampa from the New York Rangers, assuming that deal got made under the deadline. Uh, don't be scared by that, Penguin fans. All that means is the Lightning are reuniting the oldest, most overrated defense pair in recent NHL history, McDonough and Girardi. The Penguins have abused them plenty in recent days, and it won't be any different if they meet Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Uh, back to Ian Cole. Uh, I don't think people out there would rather have Cole back than have gotten Broussard, but but people are saying, well, you should have kept Cole. He's too too good. Does stuff other D won't do. Block shots, grit, yada, yada. And you know where you got that from? You got that from the hockey media in Pittsburgh overrating Cole because he talks to them all the time. Remember how silly it seemed that Mike Sullivan, the coach, he didn't like the Cole talk to the media so much? And it was silly. But this... People saying how big a loss Ian Cole, a competent NHL defenseman, how big a loss he is, people saying that. This is the residue of Cole being friendly with the media. Doesn't matter, but that's why it is. Ian Cole helped the Penguins win two Stanley Cups. Block shots, played gritty, killed penalties. I like him, but I would have driven him to Ottawa and then again to Columbus if it meant getting Derek Broussard in a Penguin uniform. It's the same with Matt Cullen, who mercifully uh, looks to not be headed back to Pittsburgh. Wow, how about this trade? This got to be a lie. Detroit traded Thomas Tatar, who's a good young player, to Vegas for first, second, and third-round picks. Okay, he good. He ain't that good. That's too much for Tomas Tatar. And did the Vegas Golden Knights really need a winger? They got so much firepower up front. Uh, but that is a monster trade and uh, one that shocks me. But, hey, they're going for it. I don't blame them. I just think that's too much for a guy who is okay. Uh, now, Mike Russo, the Minnesota hockey writer, says the Wild have traded defenseman Mike Riley. Don't know to who yet. Maybe that's the Penguins. Maybe that's the depth defenseman we were assuming that the Penguins would get. I want to get back to the notion that the Penguins uh, should have gotten Matt Cullen. But uh, it looks like they didn't. Juris. Oh, Juris to Pittsburgh for Greg McCaig. Wow, that's that's better return for Greg McKegg than I thought the Penguins could ever get. Joris, the center from Carolina, because I didn't think they would get any return at all for Greg McKegg. Hey, Carter Rowney is their fifth center. He's just going to be playing right wing. Uh, okay, I'm going to get back to Cullen after the break. We've got a lot of information to pack in 
to today's show. We got uh, Mike Lang to wrap up the trade deadline at 4.30. Also, our buddy, heavy metal Sean Rourke from NHL.com, talk about the trade deadline. Uh, that's the big trade of the day to me. Uh, Kane to San Jose, uh, which that's for first-round pick if Kane resigns with San Jose, which I don't believe he will. Um, and then stats need to Winnipeg. That's huge. But Tatar to Vegas. Vegas giving away components of the future to get, I mean, Tatar's admittedly a young guy, but but I think he's, I don't want to say underachieved. I'm not sure he's quite lived up to the promise uh, he displayed in early days with the Detroit Red Wings. This year he's got 16 goals. Last year, 25. Before that, 21, 29, 19. That's pretty good. He's, he's boy, he's older than I thought, too, 27. That's, that's not a deal I would have made if I were Vegas, but remember how we said George McPhee was doing a great job as GM of Vegas, but he really sucked in Washington? Well, guess what? Maybe the guy who sucked in Washington finally showed up. Uh, Rutherford with a press conference at 4 o'clock. I bet he got a depth defenseman. Maybe by the time we return from commercial, you'll know who that is because I'll tell you. And if they haven't, I'll tell you that too. 105.9 The X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark. I think you're absolutely hilarious. It's an acquired taste. You have the answer, Mark. Thank you. Wait, I wasn't done insulting you. The X at 105.9. Okay, a couple late deals trickling in. Uh, none made by the Penguins have been announced yet, though. In addition to getting Michael Grabner, the winger, last week, the New Jersey Devils added another winger, Patrick Maroon, from the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> what a Maroon. Uh, he'll help, not that much. We'll get a, a look at the Devils tomorrow night with Grabner. Not sure if Maroon will get the visa stuff done in time. Uh, when the Devils visit PPG Paints Arena tomorrow night. Uh, there's also a, a report that in addition to getting Ryan McDonough from the New York Rangers, that Tampa Bay also got J.T. Miller, the Pittsburgh kid, as part of that deal. That doesn't make sense because the Rangers were looking to dump old and expensive, not young and cheap like J.T. Miller, but Elaine Vigneault, the coach with the Rangers, doesn't think very highly of J.T. Miller. So from that standpoint, well, I guess I get it, but it's not what I would have done were I uh, running the Rangers. So uh, a lot of teams, the Penguins might play in the playoffs, got better. How much better? I don't know. Devils with Grabner and Maroon. Columbus with Cole, Vonick, and Latestu. Lightning with McDonough and Miller. Uh, Bruins, well, I don't think the Bruins got that much better, if at all better, with Nash and Gionta, but it certainly is an interesting Eastern Conference. The, the big thing to remember is that getting Broussard, who's quite the playoff producer, we'll go over his numbers a little bit later when it comes to the postseason, but uh, when you got Broussard, now Sullivan can keep Kessel, Crosby, and Malkin on separate lines, and it makes sense. Frankly, before you got Broussard, it was a bit of a stretch. Kessel playing with 
Shane, and yeah, Gensel was there, which he might not be much longer, might be back with Sid. I'll talk more about that a bit later as well. But but now the division of Crosby, Malkin, and Kessler, it, it makes sense. And before, it was, let's say, debatable. But now it makes absolute sense. Uh, so my question to you is, did Rutherford do enough at today's trade deadline? Did nothing today. But uh, got Broussard, and for me, that's what was required. Uh, do you think Rutherford did enough by getting Broussard and Josh Joris, whoever that is, and it looks like that's it, 412 Three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Rutherford's going to speak at four p.m. I bet he got another defenseman. I hope he did because the seventy they got right now probably isn't enough just in terms of who gets hurt. Last year it took eight, maybe nine, one oh eight, but Latang didn't play at all. Uh, I want to get back to the notion that Matt Collins should have come back to the Penguins. I'm, with all due respect to him, and he did a tremendous job, and he's a good guy. I'm glad they didn't get him back. Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette, wrote that, quote, There remains a belief in the organization that Cullen deserves to retire a Penguin after helping them win back-to-back Stanley Cups, unquote. Are you friggin' serious? Somebody in the organization thinks Matt Cullen deserves that? Deserves to retire as a Penguin? The Penguins didn't do that with Ron Francis or Larry Murphy or Ulf Samuelson or I could just go down the list. They should do it with the fourth-line center? Somebody really thought that? I can't believe somebody thought that because that would be absolutely insane. But Matt Cullen was nice to the media, so the media campaigns for Matt Cullen. I just want the Penguins to win. I have no agendas or sentimentality. Uh, by the way, I'm a bit surprised Ian Cole wound up in Columbus, where he will help. But Mike Sullivan was not a fan of Coles. And Sullivan and Tortorella, the Columbus coach, they're cronies. Sullivan having coached under Torts. I can't see uh, Sullivan uh, giving Torts a glowing recommendation about Ian Cole. Uh, One thing to make clear in the wake of all this, Patrick Hornquist is not coming back to Pittsburgh next year. Watch him in a Penguin Uni while you can He's going to hit free agency, and he's gone. Even if the Penguins could finagle the cap space with Broussard now on the books through next year, Hornquist is going to get too much and too long. Hornquist is definitely gone. And considering he's a 31-year-old power forward, maybe that's okay. When we return, we got Rowdy and Jacob on, on hold. Hopefully they'll stay on hold. If not, screw them. And I'm going to tell you the one Penguin story that we're overlooking. It might be the biggest Penguin story of them all right now, and it's being overlooked. Mike Rupp just tweeted, JT Miller is a gamer. He will thrive for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Lightning are the New York Rangers in the South. Hey, Rupper. We kicked their ass when they were the New York Rangers in the North and in the playoffs, I don't expect much different with the New York Rangers in the South if it comes to that.
105.9 X. This is Phil Kessa of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You're listening to Mark Madden, the best hockey talk on 105.9 The X. Okay, that Rangers trade really is a blockbuster. Tampa Bay gets defenseman Ryan McDonough and forward J.T. Miller. He's a Pittsburgh kid. The New York Rangers get uh, Vladislav Nemestikov. Good forward, 20 goals this season. Brett Holden and Libor Hajek, who are a couple of prospects. They get a first-round pick this year and a conditional second-round pick. That's exactly the kind of trade the New York Rangers have really needed to make for a long time to get a whole lot of future in return for some present that, that wasn't doing very much. So I think that's the proverbial trade that benefits both teams. Now, I, I put out the question on Twitter, as I'm doing to you right now, Todd Rutherford do uh, before this year's trade deadline? He only made the one trade, but boy, I think it was a terrific trade. The Penguins are better right now. It's a better hockey team than it was the moment they skated off the ice with the Stanley Cup last year in Nashville. It's a better team now. They got Broussard and they got Latang and didn't lose any significant components. Unless you want to listen to this numbnuts on Twitter, Paul. And this is exemplary of the tweets I've been getting about Ian Cole. I tweeted uh, about uh, 10 minutes ago, did Rutherford do enough? And Paul tweeted back, no, a defenseman of some sort to fill the huge void left by Cole's departure would have been nice. To which I replied, huge void? Have you lost your friggin' mind? He's a bottom pair defenseman. He's a good bottom pair defenseman, but that's what he is. In the playoffs, you can just go at four. Like, play your top four 50-52 minutes, and then the bottom pair gets the leftovers. And if they bite you in the ass, well, then that's what happens. But I think that Hunwick and Alexiak are going to be fine as a bottom pair. Hunwick's got, what, 20 games to get better, to get back in the groove, to get used to being back on his preferred side, the left side, full-time. I think he's going to be fine. I wish they had eight defensemen. Rue Weedle's a seven. I wish they had a better backup goalie. I mean, Jari's a competent backup, but we got spoiled the last two years having Murray and Flurry, which was a unique situation. But the Penguins right now are better than the team that skated off the ice with the Stanley Cup last year. 412-333-9939, the number to call. Uh, by the way, here's the biggest story with the Penguins right now. Even bigger than the Broussard trade, I think. What Evgeny Malkin is doing should not get lost among all the deadline news. Gino had three goals and three assists in two games over the weekend. There was a quote I saw from him from today where he said, everything I shoot I think is going in. Gino has 22 goals in the last 21 games. He's also got 16 assists in that span. That is some Mario Lemieux in 1993 level crap. My God. Gino is second in the league in goals, second in the league in points, and maybe he's the MVP. Since the new year, he's undoubtedly the MVP. He's got to be in that discussion. 
Jim Rutherford going to have a press conference at 4 p.m. Doesn't look like anything has happened today besides him getting Josh Juris, the center from Carolina, in exchange for Greg McCaig. I got a feeling that's like trading Greg McCaig for Greg McCaig. Well, I think Juris is right-handed, which uh, I guess that means something. 412-333-9939, the number to call. Uh, Bob Cochran, I don't know if he's the car guy, says uh, they should have got a depth defenseman and a backup. Murray gets hurt too often. Yeah, Murray wants to get hurt. He tries to get hurt. That's why he, he you know throws his head in front of pucks so he can piss you off. He's never hurt for too long, though, is he? You say frequently, I say never for too long. Let's go to uh, Rowdy in Natrona Heights. Rowdy, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Uh, Double M, just a quick question. If the Penguins would have traded for a defenseman, how the names listed, who would you who would you think would have been ideal? Yeah, I think that's and- a stupid conversation. Thank you for the call. Uh, I wish they would have got Ryan McDonough for nothing. Let's, uh, that's a dumb question, isn't it? It's too late to get somebody, but who do you wish they would have got? Let's go to Jacob in Virginia. Jacob, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Uh, hi, Mark Madden. It's an honor to be on the show, sir. Um, as far as your question on Twitter, you asked whether you thought Jim Rutherford had done enough um, with the trades and everything today. And I think he's done a solid job. I thought it was a, a great uh, choice to get Broussard over the weekend and then kind of just stay, stay silent like he did today. I thought the McDonough talks were way too, uh, way too steep for the Penguins. I think Josh Jurish uh, could uh, – Fit next to Sidney Crosby should Sheary or Simone not really pan out. Okay, okay, you had me till that part. You know where Josh Stewart can play top six in Wilkes and nowhere else. Okay, you you, mean, you were serious about that. I mean, I don't know. I just I thought about the speed that he possibly brings. Yeah, to goodbye. The team. You had me till you said Joris on Sid's line, and Sid's out there listening, going, "Haven't I suffered enough?" I'll talk about that at 4 o'clock. Uh, Big Z, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey now, Double M, what's up? Hey now. So, uh, just out of curiosity, since we didn't make a move for a depth D-man, uh, would this be the time that they give that Padan guy a chance who we got for Pouliot, I believe? I mean, he's a plus 18, seven goals, 12 assists, three of those points coming on the power play. I mean, I know he's fairly young and was a first-round pick at one point. Uh, would I give him a chance and give him a game in the NHL just for the sake of Seeing what he looks like, no. Is he a guy you could call on if injury dictates? I guess. Yeah. I yeah. Mean. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's got a bit of a pedigree. He played some NHL games with Vancouver. I don't want to rush him up here, and I hope he never has to play. But uh, but uh, I don't think it'd be that much worse than Ian Cole. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, too. I just, I mean, you know. I'm kidding, but I'm just amazed at how we have – how we have uh, inflated the value of Ian Cole since he left. Yeah, it is amazing. I mean, I, I respect what he did when he was here, but I think people are losing sight of how great and good Broussard is going to be. And if people are dumb enough not to see what he did against us in the playoffs, then their eyes are really blind. I mean, it's he's a great player. So, But I think, obviously, Rutherford believes that we have enough depth in Wilkes, that if someone does get hurt, we can call up one of these guys. And I think Padan is a guy that, hey, let's, man, if we have to, hopefully we don't. Let's see he might he be the next in line or the I last in line. Be. That's what they said about Ronnie Dio. Uh, I can't get over that tweet. The huge void left by Cole's departure. 
Unbelievable. Uh, look at some of the trades that were made before today. Boston gave up way too much to get Rick Nash, uh, including a first-round pick. Boston also signed old man Brian Gianta, who did nothing with the U.S. Olympic team at Pyeongchang. To me, Boston may have gone backwards. Brian Gianta, this old bastard, playing with the U.S. Olympic team. He started out top six. By the end of the tournament, he was barely playing. And Boston sides that guy. Uh, Toronto got Placonic from Montreal. Maybe in case Austin Matthews is out longer than they think with that shoulder injury. Because the Leafs certainly didn't need another center. When all their centers are healthy, Placonic is on the fourth line. Uh, getting Placonic when Matthews is hurt, that's not a bad move. It reminds me of Pittsburgh getting Jokin in 2013 when Crosby was hurt. A fill-in. Uh, Columbus got Latestu, Cole, and Vonick. Uh, those guys will help a little. I don't think they'll help enough. Uh, the Blue Jackets shopped at Walmart. The Penguins went to Saks Fifth Avenue. I was a bit surprised Philadelphia didn't do uh, anything we know about anyway yet at the deadline. They got Johnny Adoya, or Adoya, whatever. Johnny has been on waivers from Ottawa, the defenseman. That's just what Philly needs, another slow guy on D. Uh, Winnipeg got Statsny from St. Louis. That's really big. And that's kind of St. Louis waving the white flag when they're one point out of a playoff berth. That's quite unusual. I hear some really, really sad news uh, before I forget. Uh, the infant daughter of Jordan Stahl and his wife, Heather, uh, has passed away. I think the world of Jordan and all the Stahls. Uh, so my thoughts and prayers go to the entire Stahl family. And I know some people say thoughts and prayers are cliched. I think thoughts and prayers are important. You don't think thoughts and prayers matter? G-F-Y. I do. Especially because an infant passing away, there's just no solution to it. So thoughts and prayers are the best any of us can do. Uh, Russia won Olympic hockey. Excuse me. The Olympic athletes from Russia won Olympic hockey. But Germany in the final. Uh, the rank outsiders, they made a fist of it. Germany led late 3-2 to two before Russia won in overtime on a power play goal. It looks like Ilya Kovalchuk wants to come back to the NHL next season. He would be an unrestricted free agent. New Jersey doesn't own his rights anymore. But boy, Kovalchuk is 34, and he's a speed guy. But how much speed does he have left at 34? Uh, ESPN wants to get some NHL TV rights, but that would be dependent on uh, NBC wanting to split the package. People act like the NHL and ESPN would solve so many problems for hockey, but before I would give ESPN any rights to any NHL games, I'd want to guarantee more coverage besides just airing games like Exposure on SportsCenter. If you turn on uh, ESPN's uh, morning and early afternoon programming, whether it's First Take or Golik and Wingo, they never, ever talk about hockey. When I say never, ever, I mean they don't mention it once, ever. And if they, well, they might. I've just never heard it. And I watch Golik and Wingo every morning when I'm on the treadmill for uh, over an hour. Over an hour on the treadmill. What an athlete I am. Uh, so I'd want more exposure on Sports Center. 
and on the ESPN networks. ESPN did that for WWE for heck's sake. They could certainly do it for the NHL. Uh, Damian Cox, the columnist from Toronto, uh, said the biggest winner over deals made in recent days is Pittsburgh with Derek Broussard. That is serious depth down the middle, and I, I agree with that. Now, here's a fun stat. Most points in the playoffs since 2013, and that's a long time too, most points in the playoffs since 2013 in the Eastern Conference. Evgeny Malkin, number one with 76. Sidney Crosby, number two with 74. Derek Broussard, number three with 55. And Phil Kessel, number four with 51. So if the Penguins don't uh, get out of the Eastern Conference, it won't be because they don't have enough good playoff performers. I want your thoughts on what Jim Rutherford did. Did he do enough? I thought he got it just right. I would love to have seen him get another uh, depth defenseman, but uh, I think they're fine the way they are. Uh, a kid who played on my 06 World Championship street hockey team, Jim Dawkins, he said, has Tampa's parade been scheduled yet? Are you serious? Because they got old man Ryan McDonough? They might think the parade should be scheduled, but I'm telling you, they can't out-penguin the Penguins. And that's what they're going to have to do. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark, big famous. You get a bunch of dorks, dinks, and twits. Is this Mark Madden? My mouth is watering just talking about it. The X at 105.9. I got to tell you, this show's just the way I like it so far. All hockey. If you want to keep that going, dial 412-333-WXDX. Now... Well, I think the Penguins are better right now than they were after Game 6 at Nashville when they skated off the ice with the Stanley Cup. They still might not win. It's tough to win. You're asking them to put together 12 best-of-seven series wins in a row to claim a third straight Stanley Cup. Very difficult. I think they're capable, but injuries and luck can intercede. Uh... Oh, I got to get this in. The first non-hockey mention of the day. Maybe the last. Who knows? Metallica are coming to Pittsburgh. PPG Paints Arena on October 18th. I'm not excited. I'm not a Metallica guy. Never have been. I'm a Megadeth guy. Not Metallica. I probably won't even go to Metallica and won't go nuts trying to get a good seat. That's for sure. In other music news, uh, Jimmy Page... The Led Zeppelin guitarist says he's working on a new solo album. But I've just heard that too many times to believe it. Too many times, not how many more times. Get it? The Olympics are over. How come they have men's curling and women's curling? I don't see any advantage in curling whatsoever because you're a man. It should be co-ed. Seriously, why not? Or do the women have to get a medal? 
The U.S. women's hockey team got a medal, the gold medal. But that's a very weird accomplishment because it's a two-team tournament. That's only not happened once at any major women's hockey tournament. Only not happened once a final between the U.S. and Canada. The other games for those teams are just practice. The U.S. and Canada should play an eight-game Super Series next winter. Eight games, eight different cities, four in Canada, four in the U.S. I bet you could sell some tickets. It really is good hockey. I stopped at Kenny Raggett's bar on Saturday night, the old Penguin goalie. It's called 31 on Washington Pike in Bridgeville. Great place. Kenny was there. I mean, what are the odds? And uh, we were talking about the women's gold medal game. And we agreed. The women's goaltenders play way back in the net, right on the goal line. There's not much angle play. And I'm assuming it's because the women don't shoot as hard, so you can stay deep in the net and just outquick the puck. And on the shootout, the women goalies don't poke check. I don't know why, but they don't poke check. On that great goal to win it in the shootout by Jocelyn Lamaru for the U.S., if the Canadian goalie poke checks, that move is toast. Let's go to Pierre in the car. Pierre. You're on the Mark Madden Show. Good, good call, Pierre. Great stuff. Now, you and your friends can put your pants back on and make the most of the rest of the after-school special, which is, I'm sure, what you call it. Uh, let's go to CJ in the car. CJ, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. Big fan. I was just wondering if you thought that people are understating what Chad Ruweed will add to the Penguins' depth. I think if a situation calls for it, I think he'd do a great job in the bottom six. He did last year. He pair. played He played playoff games last year. Yeah. No, I, I think that uh, Ruedel is a good number seven. I worry about the lack of a number eight. I don't even know who the number eight would be. Uh, I don't know who would play on the left side if uh, somebody got hurt. I, I guess they're looking at Alexiak, who has played both sides. Uh, to flip over if if that if that proves to be a necessity. Yeah, Ruedel played last year in the playoffs. Played uh, six games. Did fine. Certainly didn't kill him. He's okay as the number seven. Rutherford's press conference just minutes away. Maybe they got a uh, another depth defenseman we don't know about. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Sidney Crosby is the best player in hockey. Well, right now it might be Geno, but generally speaking, Sid's the best player in hockey. So how come he's the Penguins' third-line center? I'll talk about that in a moment, 105.9.